Welcome to the Manage My Wedding podcast, where we believe your wedding is the most important time in your life and you deserve to feel supported and organised when planning the wedding of your dreams. I'm your host, Yvette Sitters. Hello, and welcome back to the Manage My Wedding podcast. Today, as promised, I'm sharing with you some great tips on how to put together your guest list and also how much it can affect your budget. (laughs) That dreaded, horrible word, budget. Yes, the wedding budget is something that most of you, I'm pretty sure, and most other couples will avoid and want to talk about the least. But really, the budget is probably not as difficult as deciding on who actually gets invited to your big day. So deciding who gets invited and who misses out is damn hard, not denying that. No one, and I know that I was the same myself, wants to let anyone down and nor do we want to have anyone upset that they didn't get invited. But I'm very sorry to say you cannot invite everyone. Never or rarely can a wedding invite everyone. So unless you're lucky enough to basically have no budget, then invite away. Um, Ignore the budget when considering your guest list. But you also have limits also to consider that can usually fit into the venue as well. So the venue can often dictate who gets cut from the list and you might not have thought about that but it's best you do the list first and then decide on a venue for that reason. But if you have your heart set on a venue, and I know some people do, some people have always known where they want to get married, then it's a good idea to speak to that venue first and understand and know what their capacity limit is and how many people you can actually invite. So when you do that, I also suggest checking with them there per head price because if you times that per head price by how many guests you're going to invite, you're quickly going to work out where most of your budget is going to be spent. And that can be very scary in itself. So I'm going to break down the guest list for you today in six quick and easy steps and suggest, and I suggest if you're really struggling getting your list down or you have no idea where to start, then get a pen jot these down um, and use them, follow them as a guide step by step because it will really help you. So let's get into it. Step one, I think this is the easiest of them all. Step one, all that I want you to do is write down every single person you and your partner want to invite. When you do this step, you need to pretend there's basically no limits to the budget and no limits to how many people you can invite. So put every single person down onto this list. I would even suggest you ask both your parents who they are wanting to invite you so you can add those to the list as well. Then once you've done that, add up how many you get. And I have no doubt you're going to be very surprised with how many people actually it adds up to and it's probably a crazy number and nowhere near what you were expecting to come to and if it wasn't well fantastic for you but if you if you are maybe thinking oh that's not too bad those numbers are okay I then want you to 
times that buyer per head price. So let's say we're going with approximately $135 a head. So some venues are much more than this. Some are a bit lower than this, but this is just an average. And sorry if you, I've just said $135 and you're not on dollars, but you can just use the currency of where you are to calculate this. But if you also are like, I have, my, I have no idea how much weddings cost in venues of where I'm, I'm thinking, just call up a couple of those venues and ask them what their per, per head wedding package price is. Then just times that by how many people you've just counted that you put on your list and you're going to be, I'm pretty sure, pretty blown away. Um, and then when you look at that cost, you have to remember that is solely just your venue cost. And there's nothing else included. That is pretty much just food and beverage. So I was just using $135 as an example. And if I times that by say just 100 guests, then you've already spent $13,500 before you've included any other costs. So that just gives you an idea of where most of your budget is actually going to go and why it's imperative that you cut your guest list down because that is instantly going to give you more funds to spend on more fun stuff and other stuff that you want to include. But anyway, I'm going to leave the budget there for now. Um, We're going to talk more about the budget in the next podcast as it's such a huge beast. And it's a big topic on its own. So it's definitely not something that I can cover off in in this episode along with this um, guest list steps. So let's get back on track. Step two, you've done step one. You've got a crazy number of guests written down. Now I want you to sit down with your partner. Yes, (laughs) I'm telling you to sit with your partner and talk about who is moving to the reserve list. Uh, you must, you've, you have to talk about this with your partner. This is super important and they're definitely going to want to have a say. So it's not up to you to solely decide who goes on that reserved list, but you need to do it and agree together. If you really don't know and you can't decide, then I'm going to give you some questions now that you should just ask each other because this will help you give some answers to who's moving to the, the reserved list. One. Who do you think might not real? You might not really talk to anymore in five years' time. You know, are they? They might just be a passing friend, really. Move them to the reserve list. Two, if you don't have children yet, but plan to, who will you probably lose touch with? Move them to the reserve list as well. Three, is there anyone just simply passing through your life right now who may not be there later? And that is a really important question to ask. Is there just a group of people you're just currently partying with right now because you're temporarily living somewhere else that you're not going to live later? Um, Are you currently going to a Pilates class and you've made a couple of friends, but you're only going to Pilates because you're getting in shape for your wedding? Are you still going to be friends with them after that? So really think about that. Then four, are there any work colleagues on the list on that list that can move because really you're only friends now because you work together? There's definitely work colleagues you'll be friends with forever. That is no doubt. And I know that personally myself, but there's sometimes always work colleagues on the list that you can take off or you've just put them on the list because you felt like you had to invite them because you invited someone else. <laughs> Not a question you want to ask or answer, but be realistic. 
And number five, you, you and your partner could ask yourselves, is someone on the list that you're only inviting because they invited you to their wedding? This is such a common occurrence, but definitely move them to the reserve list. Don't fret. I want to tell you the reserve list doesn't mean they're definitely not going to be invited. They are just temporarily not invited unless someone can't make it and then you can invite someone from the reserve list. Or if your venue actually ends up having more space than you anticipated, then you can invite someone from the reserve list or the budget allows you to invite more. So I usually would suggest you put the reserve list in order of priority so you know who gets a start first and that'll just make it easier as you pick someone from that reserve list. Step three, talk to both your parents and tell them how many guests each they can invite and make it even for both sides of the family. You need to make it fair. Or if you are a really big family person, invite all family members, but restrict your parents on maybe how many friends they can invite. And remember, when you're thinking about this, it is your wedding. Well, your, you and your partner's wedding. It's nobody else's. Yes, they might be giving you some money towards the wedding, so you're feeling obliged to let them invite whoever they want, but it's still your day. So you really need to consider who you want there as well, not just who family um, parents want there. So these guests can also either move to a reserve list or you can just cut them off completely and just decide now they're not going to be on any list. Step four, look at the list together at this point now. And if there's anyone with a plus one that you have not met before, then I would usually suggest cutting that plus one. But make it fair so that all, everyone who's invited, that the same rule applies to everyone because you don't want to cause any extra issues. Or if you have that friend that goes through lots of different relationships and in your mind you're thinking this one probably won't last either, um, don't let them have a plus one. They're honestly going to survive. And who knows, they might even hook up with one of the other singles on the night. <laughs> Maybe not, but you never know. Uh, weddings are known for people meeting um, their partners there. So let's see. Step five, cut family. Yes, I said it. Just because they aren't family doesn't mean they get an invite. So I'm going to say that again. Just because they are family doesn't mean they get an invite. Everyone has those family members that we don't like or get along with and sometimes we have a zillion second cousins my family is massive so i totally get this i have so many cousins and so many second cousins so you need to be honest with yourself and cut the ones you don't really speak to and especially cut those ones that you know are going to be problematic on the night everyone will get over it later in a year's time everyone would have even forgotten and if they haven't just remind yourself, it was my night, I had who I wanted there and I was happy. So, you know, also consider, you need to also consider that this is money you are spending. So you don't want to spend money on having someone at your wedding that you don't want there. That could be a dinner on your honeymoon. That could mean a tour on your honeymoon. You know, you've got to really think about that. And the last step, step six, 
is if you're still really struggling, then you consider getting married overseas or interstate. So some of your guests can't make it. And if you do do this, do not send out a save the date. If you want to get your numbers down and you're having a local wedding, then definitely don't send out a save the date. And also don't give them the full three months notice with the invite either. You know, if you don't do that, then maybe they might already have something else on. So you might be able to cut back your numbers that way. So there you have it. There's six steps that you can follow to cut your guest list back. I'm just going to recap on them quickly because I went into quite a bit of detail about each of them. But just quickly, I said, one, write down absolutely everyone on the list. That's the fun part. Two, create your reserve list. Three, talk to your parents. Four, cut the plus ones. Five, cut family. And six, no, save the dates or basically just have a destination wedding. Mind you, my husband and I had a destination wedding. At the time, we were living in Perth and we just fell in love with Perth because I think that's because that was the place that we fell in love. So we wanted everyone to experience Perth because most people that were from the East Coast hadn't been there. And we really wanted to show them the place that we fell in love and make them understand why we enjoyed it there so much. So we invited um, 140 people and 135 came. So we, we actually thought that a lot would come. So we had budgeted for them to come, but sometimes it doesn't always work. But quite often it does, especially if you're having an overseas destination wedding. But if you're still basically really stuck, I think you have a problem and you and your partner, you might actually need to tell each other which of the guests the other person has chosen that you don't want to invite. And sometimes that truth might hurt a little, but it is definitely a good conversation to have and it might just help with getting those last final numbers down. Anyway, I hope you found this episode helpful. I hope you liked the step-by-step guides just to help you plan and help you cut your guest list. Don't forget, you can use our app, um, the Manage My Wedding app, to create your guest list and also to manage your RSVPs. We even have a reserve list to help you with that also. So you can move them into the reserve list. You can move them in and out as many times as you need to. And if you need help with putting your budget together, then please join me on the next episode because I'm definitely going to go into much detail, much more detail about that. But until then, enjoy being engaged and staying organized and stress-free while planning the wedding of your dreams. 